Hello and welcome to The Print. I'm TCA Sharad Raghavan, Deputy Editor, and I'm going to be speaking to you about my story on how the Modi government is putting its money where its mouth is when it comes to increasing capital expenditure and reducing subsidies. For this analysis, The Print dived deep into the budget numbers for the last 20 years. During the 10 years of the Modi government, the share of actual capital expenditure in total government spending has risen to historic highs, while the share of subsidies has fallen sharply to decadal lows. In contrast, the same data for the UPA's 10 years shows that the share of capital expenditure fell over this period, while the share of subsidies nearly doubled, revealing the different spending priorities of the two governments. Now, before we start, bear with me, there's going to be quite a lot of analysis of budgets and a few numbers. I've tried to reduce them, but I can't escape all of them. So let's get into it. The government's actual capital expenditure is budgeted to be 18.6% of its total expenditure for the current financial year 2023-24. This is the highest it has been in the last 20 years and continues a rising trend seen since the pandemic year of 2020-21. At the same time, subsidies have been forming a lower share of total expenditure over the course of the Modi government's term since 2014-15, except for a pandemic-induced spike in 2020-21. Since then, though, the declining trend has returned, with the share of subsidies in total government spending falling again. Now, it is important to note that the figures for 2023-24 do not include the about 28,000 crore of additional subsidy spending that the government has sought approval for in the supplementary demand for grants, which it presented to parliament earlier this month. However, the calculations show that even this additional spending would amount to just an additional 0.5% of total government spending. Now, before we dive into the details of how the UPA and the Modi government have been spending their money over time, it's important to understand how any government goes about allocating its money. Here's a brief summary. The first level of division in government spending is between revenue expenditure and capital outlay. Revenue expenditure is the spending the government does on the revenue account, which basically involves the spending done for the normal functioning of government departments. Revenue expenditure forms the bulk of government spending, budgeted to form nearly 78% of total government spending in 2023-24. Revenue expenditure can broadly be divided into three large categories. Interest payments on loans taken by the government, subsidies, and the third and the largest category, which is salaries, pensions, and overheads. In this current financial year, interest payments are budgeted to form nearly one-fourth of all of government spending, subsidies are expected to form 9%, and salaries, pensions, and overhead comprise nearly 45%. That's revenue expenditure. Coming to capital outlay, this is broadly the spending the government does on the creation or acquisition of fixed assets like buildings, roads, bridges, etc. This broad category is budgeted to make up a little more than 22% of total government spending in 23-24. Capital outlay is broken up into actual capital expenditure done by the government, 
and the loans and advances that the government gives to state governments, public sector enterprises and foreign governments. The actual capex of the government makes up about 19% of the government's total spending and loans and advances form about 4%. The 22.2% share of capital outlay in total expenditure in 23-24, now this is the total capital outlay, is the highest in the last 20 years by a long way. The Modi government ended its first year in power, that is 2014-15, with capital outlay forming 12% of total expenditure. By the end of its first term, in 2018-19, this increased only marginally. But it was in the Modi government's second term, notably since the pandemic, that the share of capital outlay really shot up. This is in contrast to what happened during the UPA decade. The UPA ended its first year in power with capital outlay forming a little more than 17% of spending, which then fell to about 11% by 2008-9, the end of its first term, and it ended its second term in 2013-14 at 12%. The rapid increase in the share of capital outlay under the Modi government was propelled by an increase in the share of both the subcategories, which is actual capex and loans and advances. Actual capex as a share of total expenditure fell over the first term of the UPA and rose again in the second term. Thereafter, it rose again in the Modi government's first term and then even faster in the second term. Looking at the share of loans and advances in total expenditure, the entire UPA period saw the share of this falling. It remained at about the same level by the end of the Modi government's first term. Now it's important to remember that loans and advances given by the government often don't add to economic growth and when they do, they add to growth only indirectly and with lagged effect. Now notably, loans and advances given by the government have been forming an increasing share of the government's expenditure since the pandemic, rising to 3.6% in 2023-24. Now let's come to interest payments. The share of interest payments, which impose a burden on government finances as they are an additional cost, has moved between a narrow band over the last 20 years. However, a look at the movement during each term of the government lends some insight into how burdened each of the governments have been. The share of interest payments fell during the first term of the UPA, but then rose again in the second term. It then continued to rise during the course of the first term of the Modi government before starting to decline until the pandemic hit. Thereafter, the share of interest payments has risen again at a brisk pace. This is probably because of the various loans that the government had to take during the pandemic period, interest on which it has to now pay. Now let's come to subsidies, which is the important bit. The trajectory of the share of subsidies in total expenditure yields a much more stark insight into the priorities of the UPA and the Modi government. The share of subsidies increased from about 9% in 2004-05 to more than 14% in 2008-9, which is the first term of the UPA, and further to a little more than 16% by 2013-14. In contrast, under the Modi government, the share of subsidies has been falling, apart from during the pandemic-affected years. By the completion of its first term, it had fallen to less than 10%. It spiked from there to more than 20% during the pandemic year, before again falling quickly back to less than 
The government has sought and received permission from parliament to spend an additional about 28,000 crore on food, LPG and fertilizer subsidies. However, even after adding this, the subsidy expenditure would be only 9.5% of total expenditure, which would be the lowest proportion it has been since 2005-06. So, to sum up, the Modi government has been allocating more of its money to actual capital expenditure and has been reducing the share of subsidy spending. This is the opposite of what the UPA had been doing, which had been reducing capex and increasing subsidies. On that note, that's all I have for you. Thank you for watching.